Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of your favorite new podcast. And in case you're wondering, we don't need no intro music. If you're listening to this song, you're about to be clued into the fact that you're listening to what you've been up to. The song has evolved yet again. This is the official episode two. Thanks for tuning in for episodes one and 1.1. And I'm joined today by my guest, Skylar Caleb. Uh, I want to make it very clear, Skylar was not the one playing drums on the song just now. That was all Steve Moulton. But I'm here with Skylar Caleb, and I'm here to ask him questions like, what you been up to? You don't have to answer right now. Oh, okay. But would you like to answer? Uh, no, I'd prefer not to. You'd prefer not to answer? <laughs> wow! <laughs> would that well, be weird? A... Would that be weird if every guest you have just just prefers not to answer this question? Considering that the that the title of the show is the question, what you've been up to... <laughs> It'd be terrible. That would be pretty weird. I hadn't even thought about that. No. But then again, I mean, you've agreed... To be here. To be here. You've signed the necessary paperwork. It would be a total dick move. It would be a total dick move. I could still make a show out of it. That's true. I'm not worried about that. Speaking of dicks, uh, are we allowed to swear on this podcast, or is it family friendly? You know what? I'm going to explain that in just a moment. Okay. Because uh, as some people may know, Steve and I used to do a little radio show that was uh, supposed to be very family friendly. Very family friendly. So I'm used to being on the air with you and not even being able to say dick, let alone see one. Right. And right now, we might be doing one or the other. We don't know. What was that show called, Skylar Caleb? It was called Acting Up with Skylar and Steve on oh, Adrenaline, yeah. Adrenaline Radio. Adrenaline Radio, 1680 on the AM dial. Shout yeah. out to those guys. I hope they're still doing well. And uh, so now here we are. I'm doing my own show, but I wanted you to be my first guest in honor of our first show, Acting Up with Skylar and Steve. And now I feel pretty good. I'm glad that you're here now to play What You've Been Up To. Yes. And that was uh, nine years ago that we launched that show? That's correct. To, uh, to we the month. It on, we, to the month. We launched it on 9909. And so I launched this show, What You've Been Up To, on 9918. Creepy. How crazy is that? It is crazy. Am I, just... I going to have to launch a new show on 9919 for the 10-year anniversary? Uh, oh, maybe. I was thinking you were going to say you're going to have to launch a new show nine years from now. Oh, my gosh. Like any of us will still be around. Yeah. if there, I've, I don't know that I've ever lived under the assumption that the Earth has nine more years. <laughs> I think I've always been in a, like, three more years tops kind of a mode. What about you? I, can't, I keep seeing this, uh, the trailer for Michael Moore's new movie, uh, Fahrenheit, oh, yeah. Fahrenheit 11.9. And, and one of the things is he says... Uh, about Trump, he says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, America's last president. Wow. <laughs> like he's going to, you know, somehow figure out how to be president forever. But then I always think, like, what about the age thing? Like, you, you can't, he's 70 years old. He doesn't have. He is 70 years old, but he seems to be on some sort of course of action to destroy America before he gets out of office. Mm. So perhaps um, there won't be an America to have a president by the time he's out of office. It could be that. It could be that he gets the whole world nuked. Oh, that's true, too. Who okay. knows with this guy? 
Um, right. I understand it now a little more, and now I, I reapprove of the joke. Yeah. One thing that gives me hope is the idea that Trump might be purposely playing such a heinous villain of a president in order to, indeed, make America great again. I don't see many signs to, to point out that that might be true. Wait, to make people rally around not liking insane people, or what? And then, Well, specifically, an insane person becoming president. Okay. But this is where we're going to wind up. Well, I'm already on some <laughs> lists. But my point is, what if, what if he really is like, I could just be such a great villain mm-hmm. that America has to come together in true greatness in order to unseat me and that is how America will actually be made great rather than you know oh I'm going to take us back to these horrible times that were only good for the white majority and claim that I'm making America great again what if it's a pipe dream <laughs> I don't see much evidence but I want to believe I want to believe that every president is capable of doing a good job and so even while a guy doing as horrible of a job as him is in office i want to believe that real goodness is going to come from it all right well that's uh there's no chance uh i almost spit water all over you on that one that was heartbreakingly funny i i almost just said what you've been up to and but then I realized we haven't explained the rules yet, and I'm not exactly sure if I know them. Well, you can still ask it, and, oh. and then once we explain the rules, then I have to answer correctly or I lose a dollar. Okay. Should we explain the rules? I, I would love I, to hear the rules. I suppose I'll explain the rules. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to what you've been up to, I've been teasing the idea that this is not just a show, not just an interview, not just a conversation. It's also a game and we're about to play that game right now. And the game's called What You Been Up To. I'm your host, Steve Moulton. Today, helping me demonstrate the game for the first time is my longtime friend, collaborator, cohort, congenially nice guy, Skylar Caleb. Here are the rules of the game, What You Been Up To. Now, we're going for a conversation show here. So a lot of times... In a conversation, people like to ask, what you been up to? Either of us can ask that question. That exact question, what you been up to, has to be answered properly. As in, has to be answered with a real answer about something you've been up to. Now, you can stall a little bit. You can BS a little bit until your brain goes, oh, wait, I've been up to this. I'll talk about this. But... If I say, Skylar, you ask me. If Skylar says, what you been up to? And I say, nothing. I, uh, Skylar is allowed to take a dollar bill away from me. We each have five dollars laid out in front of us. Skylar's got five bucks. I've got five bucks. So Skylar, ask me the question again. What you been up to? Oh, nothing. I, uh, oh, oh. no. He took my dollar. <whistles> I've only got four left. All right. Obviously, I'm allowed to ask him, and if he says nothing or, uh, or not much, uh, I'm allowed to take it. Also, we are going to keep it family friendly. I believe trying to work around swear words makes for a much funnier conversation. So if one of us swears, the other guy is also allowed to take a dollar. 
and the show don't stop until one guy's dollars are completely depleted. But then there's a surprise rule at the end that I'll explain when we get to the end of the show. So, Skylar, mm. what are the rules? You want me to re-explain everything you just said? I mean, I really only have like three rules. <laughs> are you allowed to answer with the word nothing? No. Are you allowed to answer with the phrase not much? Mm, I'm guessing also no. Correct. Are you allowed to swear? No. What happens if you do one of those three things after being asked? Well, the swearing is, is game-wide now. Okay. Now that it's established, no swearing on the show or you lose a buck. What happens if I say nothing or not much? Then you have to Venmo me one dollar. No, you swipe a oh, dollar I swipe from the from, pile from of dollars right in front of me. Piles in front of you. I guess it's more of a row of dollars. Okay. Depending on how you look at it. If you look at it the other way, it's a column of dollars. This actually is a lot more efficient to have them in front of us than to do Venmo. Yeah, it's almost like uh yeah, I mean Venmo, you know, we're wasting a lot of bits. What if I have to right. record when I'm not in a Wi Fi at somebody's place or something like that? Then will you ever have like a, a lightning round where the dollars are in each other's wallets and you're sitting on the wallet and you have to like get it out of their off their person? I haven't thought about that yet, but that sounds like a really good way for a podcast to turn into a fist fight. That's true. And since I'm probably gonna be larger than most of my guests. You know, it's something I'll take into consideration. You should do a whole series of podcasts where you only interview guys bigger than you. Whoa, that'd be pretty tough. Yeah. But, I mean, they exist, and some of them are right here in Hollywood. Steve, what you been up to? Whoa, there he goes, folks. Skylar Caleb asking the first proper what you been up to. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I, what I've been up to is explaining the rules of the game and starting the show with my good friend Skylar Caleb. Excellent. Ooh, I did it. Unscathed. I avoided having a dollar <laughs> taken from me. All right, Skylar. Well, well played. Because I was just about to ask. Oh, you have a question? Oh, I was just going to say, does that dollar have a hole in it? Is that, is one that, of these dollars has a hole in it. Is that regulation? For now, because it's one of the five dollars that I brought with me. Mm. So if I acquire five other dollar bills, I'll, I'll bring those to a recording sometime. All right. This one's got a hole, baby. I'll let it slide. Um, I like that you're assuming you have a choice <laughs> in whether or not this dollar bill has a hole in it. All right, so Skylar, what you been up to? Uh, I just got back from Montana. Montana, USA? Yeah, the, that's the one. Now, why'd you go to Montana? I visited my sister, who lives up there. And that's great. Yeah, we uh, did a lot of driving around and seeing the sights. It's a very, uh, very pretty place. What sort of sights are there to see in Montana? Uh, well, we went back to actually, we found the hospital she was born in. Whoa! In a place called uh, Saint Ignatius, and then Ignatius. Uh, yeah, which is just like this tiny little town with uh, very small houses and. The town is called Saint Ignatius. Yeah, yeah. Not the hospital. It's probably also the St. Ignatius Hospital. Oh. Yes, but the city is actually, uh, the town is called St. Ignatius, yeah. All right. <clears throat> but it's interesting, you know, you spend all this time in L.A. and all the glitz and glamour, and it's nice to get out and, and see some, some uh, you know, a town where the most expensive house is probably $75,000. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's the smog situation up there? Uh, it's There's no real smog at all. Or there's just fire or smoke sometimes. Fire? Yeah, there's smoke? there's smokery. Yeah, so some oh. some some days in the in the summer like this was, you'll see you know it's it's whitish kind of 
Haze, these hazy. controlled fires? No, they're they're forest fires. Yeah, they're, they're like like around here when it's like there's problems. Yeah. Isn't there a fire going somewhere nearby right now? Maybe not. Near us? I think there is. I remember people posting pictures of this big black smoke cloud coming up over somewhere, but yeah, I completely forgot to look up where it was. What you been up to? What have I been up to? Mm-hmm. I like it. He keeps turning it around on your host, Steve Moulton. Well, hey, along the same lines, I went on a damn near 20-day vacation. Mm. over the, Well, not over the summer, but for part of this summer. Also went back to uh, to my hometown. Well, now, were you in your hometown? or you were, No, no. You're kind of in your sister's hometown. Right. Well, she was born there. Yeah, she didn't really Wild. live. Yeah, and then she started living there again like later in life. But she was just basically a baby when she lived there originally. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went back to both of my hometowns in a way. Mm. Uh, as you know, I... You know, I represent Lemoyne, PA, pretty hardcore. Yeah. West Shore is the best shore. It's really not. Yeah. But, um, Yet I've had zero invites back to your hometown. Hey, man, let's go this Christmas, if I can afford to go at Christmas. <laughs> um, I went to my hometown of Lemoyne, PA, then borrowed a car, drove on up to my, kind of my original hometown of... Is it, is it a car? Borrowed. Oh. What did I say? I think he said borrowed a car. Borrowed a car? Borrowed a car. Borrowed a car. Drove on up to Rochester, New Hampshire, slash Milton, New Hampshire, which is where my dad and his side of the family live. And it's where I lived from age like one to, I think just before my fifth birthday. And then I vacationed up there a lot as a child. So in a way, it's kind of my second hometown, even though I lived there first. But I mean, I didn't go to any schools there. I've only got family there. I don't have any friends there. So that's one of the things that I was up to in recent memory. Now, here's a question. Yes. What if we just keep going and nobody takes a dollar? Like, we always have something to say. Because anyone going on a show like this is probably already starting to think, like, even while the other person's talking, if he asks me soon, I might think of something. It's, it's possible. Yeah. But we go until one guy gets all the other guy's dollars. Wow. So. And what if we have to, like, go to bed or work the next day or we something? We keep talking. Dear we God. Keep, now, look, I know that you and I, we're both improvisingly trained. Improvisically trained? Mm-hmm. We're trained in the art of comedy improv. So the chances of neither of us having an answer for what you've been up to or just getting caught and being like, nothing, uh, are pretty low. It's true. Until, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Now you could also start throwing it. Like, you know, if we've been doing this for a couple hours, I'm going to start saying nothing. Right. Just so that, you know, we can stop. Yeah. Right? Not that I don't like being around you. We just have a show to get to. We have a show we got to get to. A comedy show that we're going to, to watch. Right. We're not in it. It's not this show that we're recording right now. Would that count as something I've been up to? Like, if you said what you've been up to. I don't fucking I, know if that counts as something ooh, you've been up to. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, I get two now. There it is. See? <laughs> See what he did? You worked me into an irate <laughs> mindset, and I wound up swearing twice. So now I'm down to three bucks. This is already heating up. Wait, so that's an interesting strategy. If you can push someone's buttons enough to get them to swear, you, yeah. can, you can win. Also, I love to swear. Mm. So... You know, 
I'm a, I'm pretty amazed that it took me that long to get a couple swear words <laughs> out of my mouth. Well, we did all those those years of acting up where we could, couldn't say anything. Couldn't, couldn't say anything at all. I think we could say damn, maybe. I think we could say that. Remember when my dad called in and said the S word over the phone? <laughs> I do. That was a lot of fun. Well, so what are your band words? <laughs> nice try, bro. <laughs> nice try. All right. Well, you know... Uh, Anything from the classic George Carlin's seven words you can't say on television. Sure. Um, well, I feel like you can, maybe you can say more of those on television now. You can now. It's true. How about bastard? I feel like that's in between. Oh, he's taking one. Taking one of your bucks, right. bro. So that's that's a, that's a swear. You know what? I'm gonna take one. No, I'll take one of yours. Yeah. How about bitch? I'm gonna take one of mine back. Bitch? No, we're taking bitch. Okay. Taking keep, one for uh, that. You keep. You keep asking these questions, I'm going to have all five of your bucks, bro. Well, I need to know the rules. And, uh, I like it. Well, you, know, you learned the hard way just now. If you're, if you're sweet enough to invite me back onto your podcast, I'm going to need to know how to uh, play these rules. So I'm asking now. That's, that's good thinking. Even if I end up losing. That's pretty good thinking, man. It's worth it. Skylar, what you been up to? I have been uh, getting sort of into uh, watching magic and mentalisms. Oh yeah, mentalists. Mentalists, I should say. Yeah, because I keep going to the Magic Castle. I keep getting random invites to it, and then I've been there like three times in the last several months. And then three times <laughs> in the last several months. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Yeah, I and, knew about maybe two. And then, uh, well, that's only one more. I guess that's true. And then, uh, yeah, and I keep. I've just somehow randomly found uh, this one mentalist named Lior Souchard that I keep watching, and he I'm ah. going through all. I've showed you some of his. You videos. sent me clips of Lior Souchard. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out how these damn mentalists do this stuff. Wow. Because none of it really makes any sense. I used to know a pretty good mentalism trick. Yeah. I've forgotten the exact equation on how to make it work now, but basically, it was a pretty good mentalism trick. But it only worked if the people you were trying it on um, were actually not idiots and actually paying attention, as they promised they would. Okay. And then could actually do things like take a number, multiply it by two, uh, and then subtract five at some other point. It was a very simple math equation. Um, but Is that really mentalism then? If that's more of a... Well, no, I mean, there was a lot more to it. Oh, okay. And basically, it was like, you, you, do, you go into all this explanation, but really all you're getting someone to do is take a number, multiply it by two, add five, cut that new number in half, subtract five. But there's all these different other little factors that you pepper in. Mm. And then what you do is you say, now I want you to take this number, find where it would be in the alphabet. So A is one, B is two, C is three. Mm. Then take... The other number, where would that be in the alphabet? Then the other number, where would that be in the alphabet? Okay, now for your first number, you need a color that starts with that letter. For your second number, you need an animal that starts with that letter. For your third number, you need the name of a country that starts with that letter. And basically what you were always getting was the letters G, E, and D. Hmm. And so then, and especially if you do this in a really big crowd of people... You very simply just go, all right, hang on, okay, I, ah, all right, no, the answer is no, there are no green elephants in Denmark, uh. and then because some of the people obviously picked green, because it always leads to G, it always leads to E, it always leads to D. Right, right. Somebody is definitely going to think green elephants in Denmark. 
Well, try doing that to a small group. Who's not paying attention. Is barely paying attention, <laughs> even though they all swear they are, and can't do the math. The very, very simple math. <laughs> and can't line up numbers with letters in the alphabet. And nobody got green elephants in Denmark. Nah. It was very silly. But the first time I saw it on television... You know, the guy was doing it for probably a thousand people in a TV audience. Right. And half of them went, oh my God, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, one video I haven't shown you of Lior's, he uh, drives blindfolded. What? With, yeah, so somebody else has to be in the car. So he's basically reading them, he says. Oh my gosh. He puts like, you know, quarters over his eyes and then tapes tape over that and then like a bag over his head and all this stuff. I've seen him do it on two different shows. One, and yeah, he like had the... the host of the morning show or whatever like get in the car with him that's terrifying yeah he's like out on the actual street doing like up to 50 miles an hour driving around and it means a little clunky but it's like it's it seems fairly like he's pulling it off you know the person's kind of helping they're like no no slow down or turn right because they're freaking out you know yeah but he pulls it off it's so strange driving blindfolded now is yeah. one of the people in the car jay leno <laughs> no I would, I would, if Jay Leno were in the car, I would trust a blindfolded driver. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I can get, I can, I can understand the, you know, green elephants in Denmark thing. When I, if you watch that, you're like, okay, there's something going on here. But some, yeah. some of these guys, it just, like, he'll just be like, tell me the name of your childhood crush. Or don't tell me, you know, think of it. And then yeah. he'll, he'll just be like, uh, Daniel. And they're like, what the? You're revealing a lot right now. Yeah, I'm revealing a lot? You just said the name of your childhood crush was <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> I thought that was yours. Did we both have Daniel was our t- childhood crush? No. We're not even gay. That'd be weird, right? You've known me long enough to know that I spent probably my first... <clears throat> ah, I'd say from like nine to like probably 14, I was all Jessica's bro. Oh, yeah. Always crushing on a Jessica. If your name's Jessica and you're listening to what you've been up to... Call in. Call in. Can we We, do calls on this show? We don't have a phone here. Well... I don't know if we can do (laughs) calls, um, but I haven't fully explored this app here. We're recording on the Anchor app, and I think there might be a way to bring people in on their own phones. Hmm. I don't know if they have to be sitting there on the same Wi-Fi as you, but... I think the smartest, might be a way. the easiest way to do it would probably be like if you were to tweet from the show account and be like, call this number, and there's just have to be a separate number you put on speakerphone or something. Oh, do you tweet? Do you tweet, bro? Do you tweet? What's your tweet handle? Let the audience know. <laughs> uh, I don't really tweet that much, but it's oh. just that's Skylar Caleb. Uh, What's your Instagram? Also, Skylar Caleb and nice. Facebook. They're all that. Are you going up for a high five? Wow. I uh, tweet at Big Steve Moulton, and I Instagram from Big Steve Moulton as well. Why did you change from Steve in NoHo, Wood? Because it was getting complicated. Mm. I was starting to get... I wasn't starting to get... I mean, the whole time, I was occasionally getting people who would be like, that's a really complicated uh, Twitter handle. Yeah. What's it mean? And I would explain how, you know, the best show with Tom Sharpling when I first started calling in, and I would just name myself on the line as Steve in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of stuck with that for a little while as a bit of an identifier. But yeah, you know, Big Steve. I've been Big Steve since I was 14 years old. Steve in no ho wood. Uh, you know, it takes some explanation. Why no hoes? What's wrong, bro? When did you know you were going to be a Big Steve? I mean, when you were like two years old, they had no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I strongly remember it just 
around eighth grade because I was, you know, 14 years old and I think I was already like 6'2". Mm-hmm. And that's when I really remember that just everybody, people who didn't know each other at all and all sorts of different groups just all started calling me Big Steve. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, hey, that works. Did everyone think you were older than you were too? Oh, yeah. 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 I remember one time um, my buddies Doug and Mike and Scott, their parents were out of town. Doug had a huge party in the house, and it was the mid-90s, so of course we videotaped all our parties because we were idiots. Um, not that we're any dumber than kids these days who <laughs> rob banks and then post about it on Facebook. Right. But you know, we'd be partying, we'd, somebody would break out a, a camcorder, and uh, so at one point, Doug's parents found the videotape and they were watching it, and they were like, who the heck is this guy? Clearly that's the guy who bought all the beer and stuff for you rascally kids. <laughs> And Doug was like, Mom, like that's Big Steve. He's 14 years old. He's the youngest of all of us, and he doesn't do any drugs or drink. So give it a rest, Mom. Give it a rest. Just playing with all five of these dollars that I won back. Oh, yeah. What you been up to? Can you swear? What have I been up to? Mm-hmm. Well, I've gone to Disneyland twice this month already. Twice this month already? Twice this month already, man. I went, uh, I went the Tuesday after Labor Day. And then I went last Thursday with our buddies Daniel and Wes. Mm-hmm. Fun days all around. Uh, the Tuesday was the day that I booked a co-star on a hit TV show that I'm still not allowed to talk about yet. Well, when's this episode coming out? When are you allowed to talk about it? So far, not yet. That's all I know. But oh, as soon as I'm allowed to. <laughs> okay. But audience, in case I haven't warned you yet, I booked a co-star on an episode of a hit TV show that you probably watch. So keep your ears and your eyes open because as soon as I am allowed to talk about it, I am going to be talking about it. How many words is the title of the show? One word. Mm-hmm. How many letters are in the word? I won't answer that. Okay. Who are the main cast members? I won't answer that. Okay. Be what a dead giveaway. What did you do? I played a character in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. All right. Talking to another actor who was also playing a character. Is it House of Cards? No. Oh. I guess that's more than one word in the title. <sighs> well, I'm not a math expert. <laughs> that show's coming back, right? They're doing it without spacers. I believe they're bringing back House of Cards, and, and they're going to be focusing on Robin Wright's character. Mm-hmm. I've never watched a single episode of it. Hmm. I don't know that I'll start. I'm not good with fake politics. I feel like there's so much real politics to keep track of that I'm like, maybe there's a part of me that's afraid that, if I, that I'll mix in fake politics with real politics. I could see that happening, because <laughs> I've watched Veep yeah. quite a few times. Um. And and Veep always very much gave me hope for the state of the country, mm. even though, you know, Selena Meyer isn't exactly the best politician ever, but it's just something about Veep. It was it was a much more it was a much more hopeful show and idea than what we wound up with mm. on eleven nine sixteen. <laughs> God help us. Would you do a uh, would you have Trump on as a guest? Wow. I mean, come on, you'd be too interesting not to, right? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I can't say no to that. Sure. You know, like a, a president? A sitting president? As a guest on your podcast? I mean, he might stand, who knows. 
he might stand. I don't know. I'd have to, you know, the, the Secret Service would thoroughly check me out. Did you listen? Did you ever listen to WTF when Obama was on? I did, yeah. Yeah, and he talked about how, like, the Secret Service showed up, I want to say a week early, <laughs> and started, like, logistically planning out the neighborhood and, and oh what was going to be where on the day that the president came back. God. Maybe it was only a day early, but I think it was a week. It's pretty cool stuff, though. I guess that. I don't think that would be a very fun lifestyle to live, though, as the president. I feel like that it would feel like a lot of waste to me. Like the amount of time and money people are spending yeah. just to go like comb out an area so I can go have a seat in a chair. Wow. It's pretty weird, right? Kind of weird, but you know, the president needs to be protected. Yeah. That's well, all there is to it. What you been up to? What have I been up to? If I do that again, steal a dollar from me. If you repeat the question? Yeah. Maybe that should be one of the Maybe rules. Maybe I'll add that to the that, rules. That's kind of a stalling tactic. Oh, it's definitely a stalling tactic. And you're allowed to stall a little bit, which I'm still doing right now. I'm going to take a dollar then. Well, no, I said if I do it one more time, then you take a dollar. You just admitted you were still stalling right now. But I'm still doing the same stall. Oh, so, yeah, but... It's that... all part of the same stall. Well, I can't reach that far, so I guess i got to figure out how to win that dollar back. I guess so. After I answer the question, what have I been up to? I've been rehearsing, doing a lot of rehearsal, doing a lot of auditioning, which is nice. Wait, so you still have to answer the question even if you've lost your dollar? Of course. Okay. It's a show about conversation. I see. Um, I was trying to sing a song about conversation, but I can't think of one. Right <laughs> Did you just make up the, the intro song that you did on the fly right now, or did you... No, not on the fly. I made okay. it up a little while ago when I thought of the show. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, it was literally... It was a short process. Let's put it that way. What have you been rehearsing? Uh, I'm rehearsing a scene for a showcase with our good old acting class, Lifebook Acting Academy. We're going to be doing a showcase on October 5th and 6th. On Tahunga Boulevard. Is, is Tahunga a boulevard or an avenue? I, I think it's think a it's place. A, Tahunga Place? <laughs> no, well, there not. is a place called Tahunga. Exactly. Our buddy uh, Chandler lives up there. But um, I think it's Tahunga Avenue. Folks, if you live in L.A., tweet at Big Steve Moulton with whether or not you know if Tahunga's a boulevard or an avenue. And I may or may not reply. What's the... Uh... The acting up phone number. We should give that out for people to call in. What was it? One eight hundred. Oh man, I completely 805? forgot. Was it eight oh no six oh five, four three two five? That sound right? It sounds familiar. That's for sure. Eight hundred eight oh. I want to say. Wow. What oh. was the old phone number for acting up with Skylar and Steve? That's a great question. I'm gonna look it up on on our website, which still exists. You look it up, and while you're looking it up, I'll take this time to ask what you've been up to. I've been up to looking up this number. 805. Oh, you're going with oh. the immediate present. Okay. <laughs> well, you. Okay, it was 405. It counts. 800 405 6425. What did I say? 605 6425? Yeah. Still, it was pretty, pretty, pretty close. darn close there, buddy. And considering we haven't done the show in uh, six years. You know. Has it been six? I thought it was even longer. I think, we, I think we did our last... Well, I'll look at the website right now. I think it's been seven. Actingupshow.com if you want to check it out. Actingupshow.com. You can see us interview the likes of Rosanna Pansino, Milana Weintraub. 
Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick was one of our guests. Allison Hayslip was our guest twice. Gosh, who else did we talk to on that show that was totally awesome? Almost everybody we talked to was pretty awesome. Oh, uh, you're right. It was. It looks like it was November of 2011. So. Wow, that was our last episode. It was seven years ago. Wow. Crazy. Pretty impressive. You know what we should do sometime? What? Maybe once we both, like one day if we both get like really sick. You really know? sick? Yeah, we sit around and we listen to all the shows. There's like, I think we did Together? like... Together? Yeah. Wow. We did like 80 episodes or something, I think. Dang, so. did we really? Yeah. So, so like... 80 hours of listening? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're welcome, world. <laughs> and we pro- up show.com. I wonder how many guests we had. Probably, probably uh, at least 100 then. Maybe. Because, you know, most shows we had more than one guest. Sometimes, though, a guest would be in for their second appearance. All sorts of fun tangly roos. Yeah. Tangly ruse with your kangly ruse. That's a phrase I just made up. That's fun. You think we'd still be doing it if the show uh, wasn't in Whittier? Maybe. Maybe. Whittier did cost us a guest or ten. It <laughs> did. And, you what know, I don't blame the city. I blame LA's traffic. I don't blame the city of Whittier itself. No. By any means. It definitely cost us Martin Starr. I remember that. Martin Starr and Adam Scott. Yeah. They were going to come in, but the Whittier, the traffic between here and Whittier, uh, unfortunately deterred them. Mm-hmm. Deterred is fun to say. Deterred. It feels like something a child would say when they're potty training. Right. Mommy, I got a deterred. <laughs> or I was just thinking maybe they point and they say it. Deterred. Yeah. Interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Something a child would say when potty training. Go. Go? Uh, I thought you were going to have another example. Oh, I thought you were giving me the what you've been up to, but you've already forgotten how to ask the question. No, that wouldn't count. What you've been up to, Steve? I have a new pair of Nikes that I'm very fond of. Mm. I uh, found them at a Ross Dress for Less. Uh-huh. You might have been with me. Maybe Daniel Weiss was with me. Hmm. I think it was actor Daniel Weiss. I thought we just established we haven't seen each other in seven years. I don't think we just established that. Oh, okay. Or at all. We talked about we haven't done the show in the seven show years. show in seven years. Have we been operating right now under the, under the, what's the word? The uh, Pretense? The pretense that we haven't seen each other in seven years? Seven years. That's crazy, huh? It's crazy, but also we've seen each other plenty over the last seven years. Not too uh-huh. much, I'm happy to say. Okay. I mean, Not you might have seen too much of me once or twice. Mm, that's sometimes when you're changing between uh, self-tapes. I do like to change between self-tapes. I love it. I love it. So I'm fond of that new pair of Nikes. Nikes have been, uh, you know, they've been, in the, they've been in the news a lot lately. They have. I think their sales are up, actually. Their sales spiked drastically after the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. I've been seeing a lot of stuff uh, from small-town America. Look, small-town America. Pick better things to get up in arms about, okay? <laughs> but I've been seeing, you know, people on city councils being like, we're going to ban Nike in this city because of the Colin Kaepernick hates police. And he doesn't hate the police. He hates the flag. He doesn't hate the flag. What? He doesn't hate our troops. What? In fact, it was a green beret that gave him the idea to kneel instead of sit during the national anthem. But he is said, it- isn't kneeling the most uh, aggressive and violent act that anyone could ever do? The Not least, even the, close. The least respectful thing anyone could ever do? Not Not even close to not even close. Interesting. But, you know, people are racist and they like to uh, 
see somebody who is different from them trying to do something to call attention to a horrible tragedy and because that person's different from them they decide they're going to uh, hate everything about uh, anybody that goes against that horrible tragedy mm. anyway my point is pick your battles better you guys Nike Nike's not going to feel it if a few of you towns don't allow people to buy Nikes for a week and a half until the next thing comes along for you to get up in arms about your conservative snowflakes. When's Colin Kaepernick coming on your podcast? Yo, I have Kaepernick on here any day, man. Yeah. I have no connections to him or any of his uh, representatives. Would you have bumped uh, me for him if he was going to come in tonight? No. Wow. You had to be my first guest. Wow. And I was telling you, because you, I wasn't feeling well, I was like, you, you have somebody else. Nope. It doesn't have to be this week. No. You... Skylar Caleb had to be the first guest. You waited for me to, to get all my ducks in a row and, and heal up from whatever that bug was. Get all your rucks in a dough and reel from the hug. And I got to steal some of these dollars back. You do. I probably shouldn't have said it out loud because now you're going to be extra on guard when I ask, what you been up to? What? Have I been up to you? Ooh. It's the last time. No, you can and take it. I'm, and then I'm taking a buck from you. No, you, you take it. Fine. Taking a buck, bro. All right. Uh, what? Well, there is the... Uh, I was sick. That's fun. That's something to be up to. It's uh, kind of true. That's true. It was just a cold. But I had a headache for two weeks straight. A two-week headache. Which is very strange. And I think it's because I clench my teeth at night. Oh. Now my jaw is sore. What do they call that? Uh, well, TMJ is the the muscles in there. But I think you have to. it has to be like TMJ disorder or something. I don't know. If you're actually clenching. Do you want me to turn that off? Well, I kind of don't care about the noise from the air conditioner. Because you know that you'll get a sweet caress of, of uh, cold air on you? I like cold air. I explained in my first episode, uh, which I recorded near a running fan that uh, mm. I don't really care if you can hear that air conditioner. Guess yeah. what? There are starving children all around the world. So if you can hear an air conditioner while you're listening to a podcast, you're welcome. Mm. you. What you been looking at? Whoa. The, uh, that what? one doesn't count. You could, <laughs> you could say nothing right now, even though you ju did just say the phrase, look at you. I've, I've been looking at uh, sharks all day. Sharks all day? Well, yeah, because I was, I was doing some uh, editing, some promo editing that I do for, for Netflix in a, on a, a show called Shark. So that's what I've been looking at all day. A show called Shark? Shark, yeah. It came out in like 2015 or something. I think there's only like five episodes. But uh, Shark? Yeah. Who's in that? Who's in that? It's, a, it's just a... It's about sharks. I mean, so I've been looking... Oh, cool. Yeah. So I've been looking at sharks, which I found... I found that I'm sensitive to what's on TV when I'm eating. And like, oh, I don't, yeah. don't want to like, yeah, it's like sometimes I'll, I'll be like, well, I'll, I'll keep watching and I'm going to eat a little something. I'm like, I can't eat while I'm watching sharks for some reason. They're biting things. They're, I don't know what it is. They're, some of their mouths are kind of bloody and things. Would mm. you, can you eat and watch anything? I mean, I can eat and watch anything, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever, I do remember in the early days of The Walking Dead, yeah. I would very often make the mistake of going to get some Popeye's chicken, hmm. bring it home, and I'd be eating it while watching The Walking Dead, and very quickly into the episode, I'd be like, oh, that's right. How did I forget that I shouldn't be eating fried chicken right. on the bone? 
when I'm watching a show where zombies are biting people's flesh off all the time. Right. So it took me about five tries to learn that lesson, but um, but you know, if you've ever seen a picture of me, it's pretty clear that it's kind of hard to get me to stop eating ever, pretty yeah. much. So you know, you've eaten most of these dollars already. You know, I wish I had, but I don't think a dollar would be very nutritious. What you been up to, Steve? Well, That's... I've been trying to promote this podcast, but only just a little. Because okay. you know, now I've got I've got episode two in recording here right now. And is it on iTunes yet? It's not on iTunes yet, and they keep saying we're going to be putting it on Apple Podcasts, which you know is basically iTunes. Right. Uh, but so far, it hasn't shown up, and I'm getting a little bugged. But we're on Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts. I really got to sneeze right now. Do it. We're on pretty much any any app that you use to get your podcasts. Ooh. You know what's but, um, It's odd. We Since we have been friends so long, we're still going to the same shows, like the Facebook show at UCB is where we're going tonight. And well, I feel like it's we've not been, what are you going to be up to. It's what you've been up to. Well, you didn't ask me the question. I know. I'm just randomly talking. Oh, I like it. That's yeah. what this is. It's a conversation. Yeah. That's also a game. Who's your favorite uh, Facebook show player? Oh, that's a tough call, man. I mean, I don't go as regularly as I should. But Do you have a favorite UCB performer? That's a tough call, too. I mean, I love Matt Walsh. Mm-hmm. I love Ian Roberts. I love Matt Besser. I love Amy Poehler. I love Chad Carter. I love Sean Conroy. I love Colton Dunn. But I'm naming people who, I, I don't know how often they even perform at UCB anymore. These mm-hmm. are John Ross Bowie, you know. These are the guys who who were, you know, pretty much the big shots when UCB first came to L.A. And now they're even bigger shots, you know what I mean? We had John Ross Bowie on Acting Up. And, and Matt now, Walsh. And Matt Walsh. And now Bowie's been the star of Speechless for, what, four seasons? Maybe? Has it been? No. Maybe only three, but... It speechless feels like one of those shows where it's like it it feels very new, but mm-hmm. I think it's been on for four seasons. Wow. Maybe only three. Good know. for him. Maybe he'll get some of that uh, syndication dollars. Good for eventually. him. Great for him, my friend. Yeah. Oh, that dude. Um, gosh. Yeah. So we're gonna check out UCB's Facebook tonight. That's been a long running show. It used to be called MySpace. That's how long. Yeah, we used to go to it when it was called that. I was on the stage with them once when it was called MySpace. Did they do your profile? They brought me up and did my profile. They got some really really funny stuff from it, which was good. Nice. I'm glad that I didn't provide non funny stuff. Yeah. But now part of me is like, I think about raising my hand, but then I'm like, oh no, I was up once. But I was up once twelve years ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? I wonder if they'd remember you if any of the same guys were out there interviewing you. I don't think so. I think back then it was uh, it was uh, Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, Brian Husky, and I think maybe Chad Carter that night. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly who, but yeah, I think it was four guys that night. And um, Hubel and Husky and I believe it was Chad Carter, uh, they did a really funny... A real funny sketch, well, improvised sketch, based on uh, the fact that I had been wearing a shirt with the uh, Star Wars Imperial Circle seal on it. Ah. And they were like, what's going on with this shirt? And I go, well, you may recognize that as the Imperial seal of the evil Galactic Empire from Star Wars. And that was on Halloween, and my Halloween costume was a stormtrooper on his day off. 
For those of you who aren't watching the video because there is none, a cat has just jumped onto the table and is sniffing around at our dollar bills. Things are getting exciting. It's, so then, uh, it's actually my cat. Oh, it's Skylar's cat. I didn't know that. I knew that. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in seven years. You're keeping up the, the prestige. Yeah. Pretense? Hi, Joey. The pretense of prestige. I'm going to give him a kiss since he's going to close my veins. Oh. Joey, Hi, Joey wants to learn how to play the game. Joey, what you been up to? Oh, he didn't answer. Take a dollar from him. <laughs> Take his kitty dollar away. We're coming up on 44 minutes into the podcast. Is that your Tom Likas? <laughs> it was a little bit Likas, wasn't it? Yeah. It might have been 100% Likas. I don't know. I don't miss that guy's voice. Me either. Skylar, why haven't you called lately and asked me to dub that bitch? <laughs> it's me. That guy's probably podcasting somewhere, isn't he? Ugh. I think so, yeah. You I, didn't take a buck when I said the B word just now. Oh, can I now or I, I passed you it? Can, you right. can, you can, because we need these points to shift around, man. I know, well, we got to leave fairly soon here. And we're, we're still, uh, what are we, six You almost said the F word. Uh, yeah, okay, you can take a dollar from me if you want, but we'll be back no, to five. No, because you didn't five. say it in full. Yeah. You didn't say it in full. Yeah. You didn't say it in full. What you been up to? Uh, nothing, man. Oh, <laughs> I think you did that on purpose. That's possible. I'm taking a dollar anyway. It's I also like, did have a blank there in my head. So. It's like when a player, you know, accidentally scores on his own goal. Guess what? The other team gets the point. That's true. Oh, no, now we're back to five and five. <laughs> oh, it's man. never going to stop. You realize that. It might stop. What you been up to? I have been auditioning a lot, which I think I might have already used as an answer before, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out for a really big show today that, of course, I'm not allowed to talk about yet, mm. but I'm very excited. It's my fourth time going out for this really big show. I'll put it to you this way. If you're listening, chances are your mom watched this show, and your grandma might have even watched this show. I feel like you should keep their you know moms and grandmas of, out of our discussion. If you, if you know what kind of show I'm talking about. Mm. But, um... So that was very exciting. I went to one of my favorite casting offices, and I like to think I did a good job. I was told I did a lovely job. I'm sure you did. That was very nice to hear. Did you just hear a howling out there? I heard some kind of a howling sound from from out of doors. Should I play them the uh, recording of the gremlin that I recorded here the other night? Oh, yeah. If you have it handy. I do have it handy. Whoa. That sounds like a, a hound dog. Is that a hound dog? Sounds like a very excited... Hound dog. So I was just sitting in my room with the window open, and I started to hear this gremlin. There's a dog barking at it, too, but there was a gremlin out in the alley. Sounds like a bird and a cat mated. Hmm. Which is possible. Scary stuff, folks. Scary stuff. It's almost Halloween time. That's true. And you've got gremlins in your neighborhood. Do you have Halloween plans? Nothing major planned. You know me. I like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what, a fun time of year. What were you up to last Halloween? Last what, Halloween? What you been up to last Halloween? Can I, can I alter the question like that and still have it count for a dollar if you stall? No. It has okay. to be what you've been up to. All right. Um... I don't remember what I was up to last Halloween. We're talking October 31st. Where the hell was I? I mean, you know, I did the normal Halloween stuff. I uh, took a jaunt through Universal Hollywood Horror Nights. 
Horror Night. That was pretty fun. Um, you know, uh, Charlene and Daniel and Amber's joint birthday party went to that. That's always very Halloween-y. That's right. My friend Chris and his wife were in town. Yeah, but I don't remember exactly what I did on Halloween night specifically. We're talking October 31st, 2017. I'm sure it'll come back to me. Don't you take a diary? Don't you write down every little thing that happens to you in your life in your diary? Not even close. Yeah. My grandma still does that. She is That's cool. 92 years old and still writes in Whoa. her diary every day. I'm terrible with that sort of stuff, man. And her vision's so bad that she has to use this big uh, projector thing. To, Say what? Yeah, it's like an it's a electronic projector. So you slide things down onto a platform and then there's a lens like a foot above it. And then there's, a, there's like a flat screen, like a 13-inch screen wow. that's right in front of your face. And you can, you can zoom and... Adjust the color palette and all that stuff. So she goes through all that just to write in her diary. Yeah, or, where to go, Grandma? Or anything to sign a check or whatever. It's the only way she can read. Oh yeah, it's like a two thousand dollar machine. Whoa! And they have two of them, one upstairs and one downstairs, because her husband. Well, congratulations! You just got your grandparents robbed. <laughs> Are you happy now? That's what you've been up to. My poor grandma did get robbed, actually. My listener is gonna go rob your grandparents <laughs> now. Gee, Willikers. We're still dead heat on this game here, man. Five and five. We've traded a few bucks here and there, but yeah. we just keep tricking each other into getting our money right back. I know. I don't know what you've been up to. I we might have to add some sort of third rule. Hmm. Skylar, what you been up to? I've been cuddling my cat a lot. Oh, that counts. <laughs> that counts. He's uh, yeah, you know, he's getting older, so you start to think like uh, you don't have. That many years Aww. left with him, you better pay attention to him and appreciate him. Gee whiz, that yeah. made me very sad just now. No, it should, you know, death is a part of life, and if we ignore it, that's when it's going to sneak up and, and bite you in the ass. You have to very be, true. You have to be aware of it. Very, very true. Yeah, like, like right now. Whoop! Still here. Okay. I think. Would have been a funny place to end the podcast. What if we both died in that moment? Oh. And this is our hell now. <sighs> You know, Travis thinks he's dead right now. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, he, well, he got in a, this is a friend of ours, for, for your listener. Uh, he got into a car accident in January. Oh my gosh! He, like, rear-ended somebody on the freeway. And it wasn't major or anything, but he doesn't remember it. All he remembers is standing outside, talking afterwards and stuff, pulled over. He doesn't remember it happening at all. And he's, like, doesn't have much of an appetite since. Like, for, like, you know... Nine months now. Not sure why you winked at me. <laughs> I didn't mean to wink at you. I was thinking. I was thinking. Well, you winked at me. So yeah, he's lost a bunch of weight and uh, doesn't really eat much anymore. It's really strange. He doesn't. I don't. He like he'll have a small dinner and like not even finish it. I'm like that's it. And uh, so he thinks that that uh, because he does. Oh, and he was driving at one point and uh, he heard a voice yell to him, "You died in that accident." Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you know. He thinks that he's in his last... He thinks he's in his final moments, and it's still January right now, and that he's long-form hallucinating months of life. Wow. His wife isn't too fond of this. I can imagine so. (laughs) Yeah. Holy smokes. So, I mean, there's no real way to test it. I feel like I'm sentient and I'm not a part of his hallucination, but... Just give him some reality tests, you know? Mm. Tell him to chuck something in the air and, and try to make it float with his mind. Have him draw the face of a clock. 
Are these all? Those are the only two I can think of. So if you're in a dream, you can't draw the face of a clock. Not exactly that, but they say there's a, they say there's a. I don't know if it's a specific condition or if it's just sort of like a general thing when somebody's experiencing a psychological break. Mm-hmm. But um, they say you know if you're really worried about somebody's mental health, one test to determine something is see if they can draw the face of a clock. Hmm. And if somebody's brain is really, really up. malfunctioning on them, mm-hmm. uh, you would be pretty amazed at what their uh, their drawings of clock faces turn out to look really? like. Really? Yeah. Did you say stuff. Did you say cock faces? I very clearly said clock faces. You, on the other hand, just swore by asking me about a swear. So I take a dollar from you now. We're at six and four, folks. We're in the last eight minutes of the podcast. Somebody's going to have to really foul up big time for, they this, are. for this score to uh, to really shift. I mean, granted, I'm winning right now. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen in the next seven minutes and 22 seconds on what you've been up to with Steve Bolton. Follow Big Steve Bolton on Twitter and Instagram. Follow my guest today, Skylar Caleb, as at... Skylar Caleb. On Twitter and Instagram... You know, Seven minutes in the show. Take it away, Steve. <laughs> I love your announcer. Thank you. Uh, I just sort of slip into him from time to time. Gross. If you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Um, Does that count as a swear? No, that's just a disgusting <laughs> euphemism. No, it's not even that disgusting. Speaking of, I don't t- even know if it's a euphemism. Speaking of Tom Likas and disgusting euphemisms, yeah, I did actually see a few years ago he was doing some kind of podcast call-in show like he figured out a way to get callers oh yeah and uh i was just randomly curious if he was still doing the same stuff and it it was the same stuff only so much filthier so of course yeah because now he's no longer on fm radio yeah it was just it was just him like oh yeah and then you could do this to her and you could do that and and i was just like oh what's like the filthiest thing you heard him say Hmm. and keep in mind everybody skyler is saying this as a quote from a filthy person he himself is not saying it. Keep the context in mind. I don't remember. It was years ago. I was trying to trick him into swearing, ladies and gentlemen. He <laughs> didn't fall so. for it. Didn't fall for the, for the swear. For the swear. All right, Skylar. What you been up to? I uh, don't know, man. Whoa. <laughs> now It's time to start throwing this. I didn't work I don't know, man, into the rules. So technically, you don't lose a dollar on that. Well, one. that has to lose a dollar, right? I don't know, man. I'll take a dollar from you if that's what you're saying. Again, it's it's scoring on the other team's basket, you know. We're at seven and three in the final five and a half minutes of the show. Things are heating up. Now remember, Skyler could very easily try to trip me up on a question or a swear word and steal all his money back. We'll see what happens. What you been up to, Steve? I have been giving a lot of thought to once again trying to lose weight. Mm. And it's something I think about pretty darn regularly. Mm -hmm. But then every time I try to get really serious about it, like if I am, you know, thinking like, you know, I should do some more walking and I should work out in my room and whatnot, I do okay. But Mm. anytime I'm like, you know what, today's the day I'm going to start the big shift, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I either re-injure my old back injury, Boo. or I get really, really sick. For mm. example, the last time I was about to do this was uh, back in like May-ish, I think. And my big trip home to Pennsylvania was coming up, which was also my high school reunion, mm. which I went to, which was a lot of fun. I'll save that for a future answer. But, um, you know, here we were, coming up on my high school reunion, and I was like, all right, everybody I went to school with, they know that I'm pretty much still built exactly like I was in high school. Mm. But maybe if I really buckle down, I can shed a few inches before I get back there. That could be pretty cool. And I wound up coming down with strep throat that included pink eye. Yaza. So that was a really, really gross couple of days. I'm happy to say one visit to the doctor, one <clears> round <throat> of antibiotics, one little uh, bottle of eye drops, cleared the whole thing up, lickety split. But let it be known, folks, there's a strep throat out there that also gives you pink eye. There's a strep throat. It's uh, <laughs> apparently there's various strains of a strep. Strain. I'm picturing a, just a strep throat running around. What I'm telling you, Skylar, is you got a strep strain out there. Mm-hmm. That includes complementary conjunctivitis. Now, you said that it was hard to lose weight when you're sick. I understand it'd be hard to exercise, but a lot of people will lose weight when they're sick because they don't eat much or whatever. Yeah. So maybe you could focus on that next time you're sick. Just be like, well, portion control time. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a shot, but yeah, I certainly did not feel like exerting myself at all. I had a pretty rough fever to go along with it. Right. There was a time... Uh, when I lost uh, 11 pounds in one day. In one day? Yeah, from catching some sort of stomach virus. Dear God. It was uh, the day that I booked Ice the Movie. Oh. I went to the table read that night. I mm-hmm. woke up at 6 a.m. the next morning. And kaboom, my friend. <laughs> kaboom. And uh, by the end of the day, I was down 11 pounds. Dear God. It was pretty intense. You must have looked like a Greek god. I think I kind of look like a Greek god right now. I don't think they were in very good shape. Think about it. They've got magic. Mm. They've got all the food they can magic up. They're not going to be in good shape. That's true. It's like, why is Superman in good shape if everything's really light that he lives? Yeah. Great question. Great question. Now I imagine he might have super metabolism. You were about to ask a question. Was I? No, you had a look as if you were about to ask a question. I think I was going to say... If uh, a Greek god has magic, maybe they would magic themselves into a fit body, though, right? Oh, not a bad idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. It'd be like that movie Hunk. Mm. Ever see Hunk? I don't think so. I thought you were going to say Hung. No. Hunk. Hunk was an 80s movie. Not a very good movie, but okay. kind of funny. About this nerd who sells his soul to the devil in order to be transformed into a hunk. Wow. And there's some jokes. All right. I don't remember much about it, but it had some funny moments. Now, when it hits an hour, would we just go into the game of winning back that you talked about? That was about? supposed to be a surprise. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. Darn it. Well, we're coming up on the last 1 minute 15 seconds. So, part of the charm of this game, what you've been up to, the current score is 7-3. to three. I have 7. I'm Steve Moulton, your host of What You've Been Up To. What you've been up to... That was close. Skylar Caleb, my gracious guest, has only $3 left, but it's the last minute. So, Skylar, I'm giving you the opportunity to earn back two bucks mm. so that you'll be back at $5 and we both get to leave as friends who didn't lose any money to each other today. Now, you have every right to say no. 
and mm. I'll keep your money. Right. And then, are we still friends? I'd like to think so, but I don't know. But right now, you could win back two bucks, bringing you back to five dollars. How you win it back is completely up to me. Uh oh. This Scott is Ameri- American dollars, right? American dollars. Cool. Now, I saw a cat walking around here somewhere. Yeah. I want you to snuggle that cat and tell it that Steve is its favorite human. Oh, no. On the air right now. Where did he go? Oh, he's right there. All right. I'll bring him over here. That was me. Whoa. Bit of a scary moment there, folks. All right. We back? We're back. Only for a moment. I'm going to edit this in later. I know I promised in episode one there'd be no editing, but we got to hear this. Skylar Caleb, you have the chance to win back two of your dollars if you snuggle Joey and tell him that Steve is his favorite human. Ready? All right. Begin. We've got Joey right here. He wants down from the table now. Skylar's saying yes. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to meow so the audience knows he's there, but all right, Joey, do you see Steve right in front of you there? Hi, buddy. That is your favorite human. In the whole world. Don't Uh-oh. don't listen to your instincts. Don't listen to your better judgment. Don't think about the 15 years that I've been your best friend. Oh, oh he hates it, that No, idea. He, he does. Now he's struggling and fleeing. Okay. Well, you, you kept up your end of the bargain. Here's okay. two bucks. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to what you've been up to. What you've been up to. I hate when I don't hit the ch. You mm. know what I mean? You've been listening to what you've been up to with my special guest, Skyler Caleb, look for me at, at Big Steve Moulton on Twitter and Instagram. I hope you laughed at least once. And good night!